Hello, and welcome to Arms of the Tide. I'm Quinn Welsh Wilson, facilitator. Before we get started, I wanted to give a quick shout out to all of those who have left five star ratings and reviews for us on iTunes this last week. Thank you, Cheerio Buffet, Shazur, and Targris. Those five star ratings and reviews help get the news about the show out there to more new listeners every week, and we greatly appreciate that. We don't have any particular news up at the top of the show, aside to say that this week is going to be focused on the downtime mechanics of Mutants in the Night. With that being said, let's get this show on the road. I'm Chanel and I'm playing Cleo. I'm Joe and I'm playing Lions. I'm John and I am playing Local. Previously on Arms of the Tide, Local, Cleo, and Lions reconvened after their mission and shared the information they collected about the operations of advanced placements and the scrapped. Cleo contacted Triscard about setting up a meeting to plan further actions. In the meantime, the group prepares to spend a couple of days licking their wounds and preparing for what is next to come. So it is the morning after your job. Cleo was up a little bit late with Luke getting the car sorted out, but Luke has been by since in the morning to drop off the car. You have a couple of days free before Triscott is going to be getting in contact with you for a meeting. What are you going to be doing with that time? So Cleo is going to be just spending time with Sasha. She feels like since this whole job, she hasn't seen her as often. And they're probably just going to do stuff that they usually do to unwind, like go to the mall, hang out at Cleo's house, maybe go to the pool and just spend some time together, gossip, watch awful TV and just uh, pretend like Cleo did not just do and have a has a gritty job to go back to. All right, so go ahead and roll to indulge your vice. Nice. So you rolled a six. Yeah, I rolled a six, and that gets rid of all six of my stress, which is nice because then I do not overindulge. But at the same time, for the first time, we are stress-free. Stress-free is the way to be. So what is the time during your day with Sasha that really opens up that vent and lets that stress loose, just really settles you into that relaxed space? Is it like a sharing moment between you and Sasha? What is it? Nothing gets Cleo off more than a good deal. So she goes into one of her favorite stores. She sees a jacket. It's nice. It's green. It's velvet. And uh, she kind of looks like a wizard when she wears it. She had actually seen it in the store before, but it was 80 script, which is too much to be spent on a velvet jacket. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she goes and she finds it for 15 script when she goes back. Hell yeah, she bought that. Hell yeah, she had to call her mom about it afterwards. And it looks amazing on. The only thing is, because it was marked on clearance, she had to sew one of the pieces back together. But that makes her love it all the more because she helped put it back together, get it for such a great deal. It looks amazing on. And she can't wait to wear it out with Sasha and Luke later. If they go out, hit the town. Perfect. Pick up some dudes. So let's do a little bit of role play from you stepping out of the shop wearing your 
hot new jacket with Sasha, who has been along with you. Oh, hmm. Cleo, I'm sensing something. Something powerful about this jacket you've just bought. Is it, it going to give me dude? Hmm. <laughs> I must think about this. Come s- sit down with me a moment. And Sasha is a robot. What does Sasha look like as a robot? So that we can get an idea for this. Sasha looks like Eve from Wally, but she's got legs. And that's about it. Right. She kind of looks like a cross between Eve and the My Life as a Teenage Robot. Ginny? <gasps> Ginny. Oh, my God. Yeah. So if you put both of those together, um, that's Sasha. And yeah, don't know how she's a fortune teller. Could be something with those all those ones and zeros, but how she identifies mm-hmm. so this mall that you're at is it an indoor mall is it an outdoor mall it's an indoor mall we are on All the right. second floor sasha rapidly moves you toward the food court to sit down and she takes out a piece of metal from a woven satchel that she keeps at her side and drops the discus down and it begins to spin up and she says now i'm not sure i'm not sure if this can get you dude but let's see let us see what what the bones have to say. Tell me, Sasha. What did the bones say? And there's a digital projection of some maned tortoise knuckle bones that appear spinning out of the disc, and they fall, and she looks down on them, and before you have a chance to get a look, she actually takes out a piece of like vibrantly patterned cloth from the inside of her bag and drops it down on top of the result so you can't see it. What the heck? You know how it goes. Sasha, I need to know. This was such a good deal. I will tell you what I saw, but if you try to read them, then you'll disrupt the fates. Now, I just think that's rude. I think that if you wear this for something momentous in your near future, you will have the opportunity to make a decision that will change the course of not only your life, but that of many others. For good or for worse? That will be up to you. There could be dude involved. Mm, Good dude or worse dude? That will be for you to decide. Sasha! I need more! I don't make the rules. I can only say what the bones told me. And that that is a sick fit. Thank you, but this doesn't help. What if the wrong dude crosses my path? And I follow that dude to what I think is a good time. You have my number. Mm. I can consult you about dude. Mm. No, fine. Fine, 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 fine. I'll just wear the jacket as I'm supposed to. I'm your friend and I want you to succeed. But Mm -hmm. I also can't, I can't project onto this what I might want to happen. I can only tell you what I've seen. Fine. That's fine. Okay. I'll so just if, wear it either way. I'm not going to wear it every day, but I'll okay. just wear it every other day. Every other day. And if you have any particularly strong feeling about any dude, you give me a call. Okay. And we'll talk about dude. Okay? Sure. Fine. We'll figure out. Maybe I can do another reading. Yes. Okay. Fine. Do you want to go get a pretzel? I do want to go get a pretzel. Thank you. And by get a pretzel, I mean you just wait in line with me, obviously. I know. Thanks. We cut to local. Local, what are you doing with your day off? Local is going to do some work on his passion project, which is the robot rights. He has uh, his protege, B-73, one of the transport robots that he's been helping through their transition into full sapience is going to come along with him. They've made flyers. They've got a few 
places that they know where they're not as likely to run into, say, like Scrapped or anything like that. They just want to go out and try and show people their side of things. So, you know, get like a flyer that shows like a little Dove baby with a wrench working at some place. And they're like, that's basically what what we are. You're making mm-hmm. our, our babies work. Mm-hmm. These are our sweet baby boys and you need to not make them work. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and give me a roll for this long-term project. All right. I got a four. All right. So a four. Did you want to spend any of your cash to increase that result? I will. I'm going to go ahead and spend two cash to increase that. And that means we got some actual nice high-quality signage, some good flyers. We went all out. We got color flyers. We didn't just get black and white. Okay, so two cash. That means that your spend actually brings you up from a four, which is a mixed result, to a critical. So that means you have some extra efficacy. So this is a six-segment project that you're dealing with to improve the standing of robot rights. That means you're going to tick off three of your boxes. Nice. You make a really important either contact or impact on someone today. When is it? And where does that encounter take place? And who do you impact? Local and B-73 try to set up in one of the more commercial areas, really dealing with both people that are working or people that are there to, say, get food or go to any of the businesses around there. And so it's probably fairly late in the day. They've been at this for a while and they catch the attention of one of the people who runs a decently sized business around there. And for some reason that day, they stop and actually pay attention to what's going on. And local has a conversation with them and they can see how much it means to them. Mm -hmm. Local puts their little metallic heart into this pitch that he is doing about this. And it makes this owner not only really kind of rethink their hiring practices for their own business, but makes them want to reach out to their friends. Okay. Uh, What does Transport B-73 look like? I'm curious what their general vibe is. Being a robot that was generally made for transport, their forearms, that way they can control all the signals on their transport as Mm -hmm. well as keeping hands on wheels. Uh, They've got a wider lower body than upper body Mm -hmm. just for stability. No matter what speed they're going, or whatever they're doing. So sort of, uh, I would say, almost Mm pear-shaped. It's just dummy thick on the bottom. Yeah. Metallic clang of their ass cheeks. Mm -hmm. Keeps alerting the guards. I'm imagining that Transport maybe has like a little bus driver's cap that he wears. All right. He's been kind of reserved all day, and this business owner walks down the street. They are a dov of some renown. Their name is Kelly, and Transport sort of awkwardly hands the flyer toward the dov and says, Consider a moment for robots rights and kelly turns and she takes the flyer into her hand and she looks at this oh oh god i could never do something like that that would be 
is that how you feel? Um, well, well um, you know, it's, um, it's, it's a little bit complicated. Um, my, my friend local here, he, he's been a great support to me. Maybe he could explain it a little bit better than, than I could. And local will put a hand on B-73's shoulder. Do not sell yourself short. You can explain things wonderfully when you try. But yes, when we are worked before we can know what is going on, it is not unlike a child forced into a situation they do not understand. Mm. Oh, wow. You know, I hadn't thought about it that way because the way, you know, the way that I was, I was taught about this stuff is that there's such a low percentage. And I guess I never realized that the impact that that would have on somebody's ideas, you know, and, and, and their, their life. It's really, I can't believe that I've done this. We've just upsized the business and we're, we're going to be reviewing our, uh, our hiring practices. Okay. We're, we're going to be looking at, do you have a contact information? Yes, I do. And local oh, thank you. hands a little sheet. Okay. Um, so do you have like a consultant's rate? I do not, but anything that would help, I would be happy to provide. Okay. I'll get in touch with you soon. Okay. Okay. I want to do this right. I want to do this right. And local sort of almost kneels to get to the same level Mm -hmm. down where the Dov is and takes their fin in both of their very large metal hands. Thank you. Thank you. You've you've opened my eyes. I think that I'm taking what Ka tells me a little bit too much for granted sometimes. I'll be in touch soon. Many blessings. And, and upon you. And as Kelly walks away, Transport has sort of been wringing the hat in his hands the entire time, and he smooths it out and puts it back on his head. That, 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 was, that, that was incredible. That was, that was amazing. And it was all because you reached out to someone. Oh, you're making me you're making me flustered and lions what are you doing today uh lions is going to be indulging in their vice which is for the culture and that actually wasn't lions's plan lions planned on just seeing their sibling off to work and seeing their roommate and their roommate's child off to work and school respectively and then staying at home wrapped up in a blanket, eating peanut butter from the tub. But they got a call from their friend, Zarly, to come to spin class with Zarly and Layla. And so Lions was like, no. But however begrudgingly did go. Okay, so go ahead and give me that roll. I got a one and a five. All right, so how many stress do you have i have no stress now that i've made that roll (laughs) and i previously had two stress so i overindulged by three so you make a bad call because of your vice in acquiring it or while under its influence what do you do attract trouble brag or cross a line eat the clay (laughs) (laughs) so here's the thing uh the mechanical things are you select or roll an additional entanglement if you attract trouble 
If you brag, you gain plus two heat. And if you cross a line, you lose your positive standing with the trusted friend or lover you indulge your vice with until the next downtime. Oh, well, this is going to be sad. Um, but Lions probably crosses a line because they're being really depressed and they're being really hard on themselves. And they said mean things to Chaloon and the job didn't go as well as they wanted it to. And they had to okay. see Chaney and yep. everything fucking sucks. So let's see how that goes. What? are Zarly and Layla like? So Zarly is a human with a metal spine and they are currently seeing Layla who is a humanoid M guy with a metal leg. They are both pretty mellow people. They're both in the Hospir gang, um, which is just one of the many gangs kind of created as a result of Ka pushing people with metal limbs and like improvements out uh, to get in the robots who were cheaper labor. But they're really mellow and kind they're very passionate, and I'm already sorry that Lions is crossing a line with them because mm -hmm. they're really good. Okay, and describe for me what spin class is and where it's at. So spin class is like on the edge of the Crags district, overlapping one of the like even more middle class districts, and it is a lot of throwing clay. And the reason why they refer to it as spin class uh, is because they actually go for some of the classes, which is just some of it is like free to kind of enrich the community and give Ka more ideas. And basically what happens is they run on a little wheel that will actually like add pressure to the clay based on how quickly they are running while the clay spins on like a small flat table. Basically, I run in a giant hamster wheel and it spins the potter's wheel for me because I can't hold it with my paws. Okay. I don't know why you look so confused. Well, I'm wondering how you run and actually engage the pot at the same time. Well, like I run on the wheel and based on how quickly I run depends on how much pressure is being applied to the pot yeah, on the wheel. Yeah, but for the human-shaped like people... The human-shaped people just get a wheel. Lucky them. That's not what you said. You said everyone's running. Well, anyone who wants to run can run, but some people can't run. So what is it like at the point of overindulgence and how does that shake out? So Lions just gets really, really caught up with the running part of spin class and to an extent even kind of loses the pottery part. Lions overindulging goes in phases where they either overfocus and fixate on the art and it's the only thing that is worth doing and they overfixate on the running because it doesn't matter anyways and the pot's going to come out ugly and the stupid fucking pot and the stupid fucking class and my stupid fucking friends trying to make me come out when I just want to go home and cry in my peanut butter jar and today it is the latter where lions is just running more or less as fast as they can and it is actually causing some of the clay to splatter off of the wheel you are at this point running so hard and Zarly is running, spinning their pot next to you when probably about half the pot you're spinning dislodges and slaps them in the face and they like stumble forward and scrape their knees as they fall from the run. <sighs> hey, lions, look out. Huh? What? Look. 
And I kind of slow down a little annoyed because I wasn't looking at my pot and I didn't see it hit them. You you threw your pot off the wheel. It hit me in the face. I, <sighs> Layla, do you have bandages? Like, I told you that I didn't want to come out today. See, nothing good comes of me coming. We wanted to just spend time with you today. It's a mistake and it happens. It's okay. I just wanted you to know what was going on. Well, like, I didn't bring any bandages because obviously I didn't expect my clay to go off the wheel like that. They should have guards or something up. I have some. It's fine. And Layla comes and sits down with some bandages. I, I don't need you to have bandages. If you don't want to come and you don't want to hang out with us, you don't have to hang out with us. Well, good, because I don't want to hang out with you. And Lion sticks their head up in the air and kind of, like, walks back to their wheel and, like, dusts their paws off because... They worked up a little bit of not-quite-sweat that M-Guy sometimes do. What? I'm so confused. You, I just wanted... Wh- whatever, okay? Just just call me when you get it together. You call me when you get it together! And Lions <laughs> takes their towel off of their hook by the wheel side, and they kind of whip it around their neck and storm out of the classroom. And it is an insufferably sunny day in AO. And Lions just kind of has to look at the ground so nobody notices that they're crying. And we see inside of spin class, Zarly look at Layla as they shake their head and just say, I just want to help them out. I just don't know what to do when things get like that. Anyway, my knees fucking hurt. So that was day one. Everybody has a second day off before if one come give you call on your second day what is cleo going to be doing training for prowess cleo is actually going to be doing some minor work that kind of has to do with something that related to the job that they were doing before so she's just going to be um going to parks and just kind of listening into conversations that she's hearing getting to know the regulars in certain parks Um, She even goes to maybe a few cafes just to see what are common people talking about, what are the problems that they're bringing up, what are social issues that they're bringing up, maybe even things based on COD technologics that people are talking about, and kind of just laying some groundwork on getting to know the area that she lives in a little bit more without people noticing her, obviously. So she's really just trying to lay low be inconspicuous, trying to be unseen, unheard, unnoticed, but with how she is and how she looks anyways, it's not really that big of a thing. So she's basically just trying to do some undercover recon work. Okay. What is the thing that Cleo hears while doing this reconnaissance that she knows must be true? Mm-hmm but which is most challenging to her worldview. That Ka technologics is something that the people know that they cannot break themselves from, but they do see that it is an issue and a problem, but they don't see, and ultimately she doesn't see that there might even be a possibility of people in our current society breaking away from Ka technologics. It's extremely addicting. They're really dependent on it, but they realize that they don't have privacy and um, it's an overall corrupt company. Okay. And how does that sit with her? 
she feels exactly the same way that a lot of these other people are feeling and she wants to express that with them but obviously she can't and she I think wants to put her foot in the ground and start making the wave for people being able to break away from COD Technologics and for people to have their independence again. Perfect. So you take that point of experience in prowess. Who would like to go next for the last day? I'll go. Lions is going to be training their resolve on their last day because they have some things to work out about what happened with Zarli and Layla. Okay. And how are they going to be doing that? When Talson gets home, Lions is going to talk with her and just kind of express themselves and try and work through what went wrong because Lions really values Zarli and Layla and really feels that they did a really bad thing. So is this immediately when Talson comes home or is it a little bit later? Uh, It's a little bit later. They're probably wrapping up after Fiat's gone to bed and Mm -hmm. just cleaning up and packing everybody's lunches for the next day. Okay. And what does Talson look like? Uh, Talson is a dove that has really dark fur. They look like just one of those like black seals that you see for the most part, except in dove form. Hey, no, no. It looks like you're having a having some some trouble what's going on i can tell you've been putting energy around the place lions ears droop even lower as does their head i'm 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 just a little i'm fine it's fine (laughs) everything's fine is it because of the peanut butter we've been trying and telson looks at the food that they're preparing for the next day there's a vat of peanut butter on the counter and they try to quietly pop the top back on and put it under (laughs) under the cabinet no i get the appeal of peanut butter and we can buy it in bulk so it really doesn't cost that much scrip (sighs) you know how zarli and layla asked me to spin class yeah you were so excited yeah i i might have overdone it a, a little but like just just a tiny like just just a, a pinch like just a pinch of peanut butter overdone it and mm, what do you mean because as far as i can tell you can't overdo it you always do it so right and so good you're incredible lions i love you too talson i just uh, you know how sometimes when i go to spin class i get over focused on the pressure and sometimes i get over focused on the running well mm-hmm. it it felt really good to do the running and I might have overran, and I might have splattered clay on my friend, and my friend might have fallen, and they maybe got a little hurt, and I might have said mean things. Well, what did they do? I, I can't imagine that you would have done that for no reason. I did, though. What do you mean? They didn't do anything. They just wanted me out because they knew I was sad. And now I'm more sad. Mm. And there are big, meaty tears strolling down Lions' face. Oh, no, no. What can we do about this? I should just not talk to anyone ever again, and then I can't make people sad anymore. 
Uh, but then you couldn't make people happy either. I'm pretty sure everyone I know who interacts with you loves you and is, like, way better for knowing you. I appreciate that you think that. I'm just saying I would be really sad if you stopped talking to me. And can you imagine what Fiat would do? That's not fair. It's what you said. I don't know. Maybe I'll give them a little time away. And then we got this new job coming up. And so I'll reach out to Zarly and Layla after the job. And maybe I can take them out to coffee and maybe say that I'm sorry and that I didn't mean what I said. They step away from the counter and come put a hand on the like small of your back between your canid shoulder blades. No, oh, it's okay. It's okay. I think that sounds like a wonderful idea. Maybe giving them some space after what you did gives them a little bit of time to process it and it gives you some time to process it. And it sounds like you have a really good idea for something that you can do to make it up. And lions is whimpering as they cry. Okay. And they burrow their nose into Talson. All right. We can work on sending that message together. And what ability is it that you're training or what area are you taking experience in? Uh, I'm taking the experience in resolve. Perfect. Because um, Lines is not a good talker if y'all haven't put that together. Okay. And local, what are you doing with your second day off? Also going to train and I think also going to train in resolve as well. Okay. What is that going to look like? Local is going to check in on his old pal Marv. Mm -hmm. Hasn't really heard a lot from him lately, but he wants to check in, make sure everything's going all right with him, considering Marv is still in the construction business and still works with uh, a lot of the robots that are like local. And he was so helpful to Logal in his awakening that, you know, he likes to make sure that things are still going okay for him, that, you know, there hasn't been any sort of blowback or anything from Logal's actions. Mm -hmm. So where are you meeting him? Is it like lunchtime on the site? Are you meeting at the office? Logal will meet him on the site, just in the foreman's little like setup office that they have yeah like a um just like a little trailer basically yeah so inside the office there are some osha style safety reminder posters there's a desk that is cluttered with various data chips and that sort of thing and marv brightens up as you enter the midday sun filters through the like slat of the blinds in a way that makes motes of light seem to sort of dance around the dust in the office uh, if it isn't a good friend local what's what's been going on with you lately buddy hello marv i've been keeping myself busy i wanted to see if you have been well you know some days are better than others as usual but we're keeping the business afloat and every day you run a business in ao and ka doesn't take you out that's a good one in my book have you been having many problems with ka Mm, not more than usual, I wouldn't say. There's some new codes that have been introduced lately seem to make it a little bit harder for us to split the workforce in the way that we might like. Mm. Uh, demanding certain concessions to construction that make it real difficult for humans 
of MGAE to do that in a way that doesn't put them into unreasonable danger. So that's been difficult, and we're trying to work around it because you know as well as I do that uh, any robots who are working those jobs, they're in just as dangerous a position. Indeed. While many can look at someone like me and think that there is no danger in large objects falling, it will crush us just as easily. Yeah, exactly. So we're trying to negotiate some of those considerations. They haven't gone as far as they could, but they've gone farther than I'd like them to. But in terms of the bureaucrats showing up or people trying to muscle us out of the business, it's nothing particularly unusual. Good. I did not want to find out that you had been unduly pressured. No, I mean, I'm not going to pretend that I haven't seen a couple of, uh, what's the word talent scouts here and there who have had to shoo away. But that's nothing that we can't handle. That's strange that there would be talent scouts here, given that you have no talent, Marv. I am trying jokes. Oh, 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 okay. I I get it. I get it. I get it. I've heard that if you needle someone that is your friend, that it can be humorous. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you, you you old galoot. (laughs) That That was actually a pretty good one. You know, folks have learned from your example in terms of those scouts. So we're we're doing all right. I'm sure that the crew would like to see you around, you know, once in a while, see how you're doing. People look up to you. They miss you. Oh, perhaps I will spend my lunch time talking with some of them. Yeah, yeah, that would be good, I think. You've been keeping busy. Any special developments? Anything you keen to share? There might be more problems coming soon more for my kind than anyone else Mm, okay what do you mean the regulations that you are having problems with could become more severe and also there is a problem that might happen with robot awakening Mm, a problem the energy that we take in through the metal it may be weakening that's not good that's not good at all I know. I am trying my best to make sure that it does not happen. Okay. Well, if there's anything that we can do, you let us know. I will. Okay. It's been a good talk. Hope to see you again soon. Yes. And Local will just put a hand out onto Marv's shoulder and give a small squeeze. You are a good friend. You are too, Local. You are too. And he gives a wink and grips your arm with his fin taps it a couple times. Thank you so much for listening to Arms of the Tide. If you'd like more information about the show, please feel free to follow us on Twitter at Arms of the Tide. Mutants in the Night is a game by DC, and you can purchase it and DC's other games at dungeoncommander.itch.io. That's Commander without the E. Our theme music is by Aaron Catano Saez, And our logo is by Alex Marin. Arms of the Tide is a member of the OneShot Podcast Network. For more great shows on the network, listen to Design Doc. Join hosts Hannah Schaefer and Evan Rowland as they redesign their first role-playing game, Questlandia. Design Doc is an experiment in public, participatory analog game design. It's fun, it's messy, and you're invited along for the ride.